Hi, besties. It's your hosts, Amanda and Sarah, and you're listening to Bestie and a Book. Hi, besties. Welcome to our 17th episode of Bestie and a Book. How are you doing, bestie? I'm doing great. Wait, I just have... This is our 17th episode? 17th. Can you believe it? No, I can't. Oh, it, We've been doing... I mean, I know that's not that many, but it doesn't seem like we've been doing it that long. I know. Wow. I, I am blown away. I cannot believe we started this journey on September 5th. And here we are, the year is coming to a close, and we have 17 episodes. Oh, I'm so proud of us. Go us. <laughs> Go us. We are consistent. We have been coming every single week. I'm I'm proud of us, too. <laughs> I am proud of us for not giving up on this, because we, you know, you and I have thrown around a lot of ideas before, and then we're like, yeah, let's do it, and then we, like, never follow through. <laughs> I know. We have so many great ideas, but for some reason, this one just kind of stuck, and here we are 17 episodes later <laughs> here we are 17 episodes for a thousand followers on tiktok and instagram it's oh, it's amazing it's been a great couple months it really has been and it's something that you and i talk about all the time but this entire community that keeps growing everybody's just been so embracing and kind and just supportive as you and i have been doing this journey and it's been so much fun just to meet different people on all these different platforms and read books alongside them with you and this has been i think one of the best things we've ever done <laughs> i agree it's definitely one of the best and most fun things i've ever done and i just can't wait to keep going on this journey in 2022 and see what that brings us i'm so excited and to think a couple months ago we had never even we didn't even really i didn't even know how to do a tiktok and here we are so <laughs> now you're the tiktok queen <laughs> oh goodness well how is your week bestie um, my week was good. I don't really remember it. I was thinking, oh man, I'm gonna have to talk about a week. What happened? What did I do? Um, <laughs> I am officially on Christmas break this past yeah. week. Yay! I know. <laughs> um, this past week was a little crazy because, you know, everyone's just excited for the last week of school and just getting ready. So it was, a, I, I love my job. It was a little stressful. I'm glad to have a little rest time. <laughs> I'm glad you have some rest time too. I feel like you deserve it. I know it's been just a really busy, I would say, I want to say a couple weeks, but it's actually been probably a couple months for you of just getting into this brand new job and, you know, just learning everything at this whole new school. And now you have some time with family this week and I'm so happy for you. Yeah. A lot going on these past few months since summer ended. So, um, but it's great and I'm loving it and enjoying all these new opportunities. Um, so yeah, so I'm on Christmas break, uh, finished up some Christmas shopping, last minute Christmas shopping. I think I've gotten everybody's gifts purchased for the family. I'm trying to think right now. I'm pretty sure I do. Um, and then other than that, uh, we watched, Keith and I watched some Netflix last night or the past few days we were watching uh, The Witcher. Have you ever seen The Witcher, Bestie? No, that did pop up on my recommendations though, but I've never actually seen it. 
oh my goodness i love this show it is amazing like we watched it it came out on friday and we've already finished the second season what yes it's only eight episodes they're an hour long but it's only eight episodes but we did that with the first season we're like oh let's watch this he's like yeah i've heard of the witcher i know what it is like because it's like they're books and then they became video games and now they're this um and uh, he's like yeah I've, i've played the witcher before he's like yeah let's watch it and I remember that first season, season one, I think we stayed up and watched the entire season. Like really? we stayed up till like two o'clock in the morning. Like, I can't not know what happens. I have to keep going. And then I, we did it this week as well too. Like, uh, we, it was a little too late when we started. I think cause we started like around nine o'clock, eight or nine o'clock on Friday. Um, so we're like, okay, we have to stop. <laughs> and then we finished up yesterday. So good. It's this fantasy show and it follows um this witcher uh named Geralt and basically a witcher's job is to like kill monsters um and they live on this uh, like unknown I don't I don't even think it has a name this continent that they live on um and he kind of he's protecting this princess there's this young girl princess Siri who has like these powers but we don't really know what they are yet and he kind of becomes like a father to her, a father figure to her. There's also this uh, sorceress named Yennefer, who I love. She's my favorite character. And it's just, I, I can't do it justice explaining it. It's really good. It's fantasy. You should check it out. I think it's one of Netflix's like most popular shows like ever. And I mean, people love it, so. Wow. Okay. Well, whenever it first popped up, it kind of like remind. Well, if I'm thinking of the right thing, it did kind of remind me of like the Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's definitely that kind of medieval uh, type of thing. Yes. If you like, you did watch Game of Thrones. Yes. Yes, I did. I loved Game of Thrones. I am Team Khaleesi, even though it's controversial. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Game of Thrones, bestie, but I'm I am Team Sansa all the way. <laughs> Queen of the North. I, I do love Sansa too, but I just, I was rooting for Daenerys the entire time. <laughs> yeah. No, I love, I love Danny. I definitely think the writers went the wrong way with her character. Like ugh, her turning crazy and like turning mad. I don't know if I agree with that either. I just, ugh. I, I don't know. That last season, that last season is so controversial. You know, a lot, a lot of people don't really, didn't care for it. I just wanted her to have a peaceful outcome for herself. She had been through so much. So but this is exciting that there's like a whole new show that maybe I can get into. Yes. I think I think you would did Carmen watch Game of Thrones, do you know? No, he didn't. So I I did tell him like that we do have to watch too because I really think he'll enjoy that too. Yes. Yes. That's a lot of seasons to catch up on though. But you guys, yeah, you should definitely watch The Witcher as well. Really, really good. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. Would you prefer like a series that's out? like already on a streaming service that has like all of the episodes available immediately in a season or do you like getting like a weekly release of an episode um i don't like when they do weekly releases i like when they put all of them out at once and then i can watch it and because it's like even if i don't finish it like in one sitting which is kind of hard to do but i'm like at least i know they're there and i can finish them when i want to i'm not having to wait around (laughs) exactly i'm the same way (laughs) i really love when they give us like the entire season all yes i do too (laughs) um but anyways yeah so we watched that um and then we did put some new like light fixtures up in our kitchen nothing too fancy but we got some new lights up in there um i think we have one more to install so it looks a little bit brighter in there we kind of had these ours were a little bit older they were the ones that came with the house when we bought it um and they were kind of like more of that kind of like yellow 
light if you know what I'm saying and so these ones are a little bit more brighter like white light and I'm like that's what I want for my kitchen like I can see everything so really excited about that grown-up things adulting <laughs> I know I was gonna say isn't it so funny how like now we're at the stage where things like lighting just like makes us so happy <laughs> yes <laughs> um so yeah so we did that and then I did get to go to the bookstore yesterday <laughs> I was gifted um a books a million gift card so I was going through and it was really hard because I have an Amazon wish list of books and I shared that with Keith so in case you know he wanted some ideas for Christmas so I can't go and check that list because if I do I'll see like if he's bought one and so I had to try and think okay what books did I not put on that list so that I could buy it here because I can't ask him, hey, did you buy me this one? Or you know what I mean? It would it would give it away. So I'm like, hey, what did I not put on that list that is okay for me to buy? I ended up picking a genre that I don't normally read and I'm excited for it. It is a fantasy book. It's a fantasy romance. I did make sure it had some romance. <laughs> um, it's from Blood and Ash. I've been hearing lots of good things from this. We've had some comments on our posts of people recommending this book. And I said, you know what? It sounds amazing. I'm going to pick it up. I don't know too many more details about it. I do know it's a series, but there's only three books. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. <laughs> At least it's not like seven or so books. I don't know if I'd have the time to read that, but I'm like, if I like this one, I can see myself, you know, getting the other two. So excited to start that. I don't know when I'm going to start reading that because it's just another book that I've added to my TBR that is like ongoing. Um, but yeah, and then tonight we're going to go see the new Spider-Man movie and I'm so excited. Can't wait to see it. And yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I feel like, well, first of all, like I'm so excited that you got a new book and that book, like you mentioned, I've seen so many people on our platforms commenting just about it. So I can't yes. wait to hear it because it sounds like there's a lot of like hype around it right now and there's a lot of momentum. So that's awesome that you're going to get to read it. You should read it too. <laughs> we have to finish harder than the one that we're reading right now. So, you know me, I'm a one book at a That's time true. kind of girl. Oh, I am listening to an audiobook too. <laughs> I started a new audiobook as well. Oh so. my goodness, of course. Of course I did. What, which one? Which one? Um, it's called The Stopover. It's a, it's a steamy book and I listen to in the car. And it is, so far, it's just a woman... Uh, meets a man on the plane and they have this connection and they have to they have like a layover so you know they have sex and then like a year later she started this new job and of course who do you think the CEO of the company is that she works for the man she met on the plane oh my goodness <laughs> so it's just really exciting I love it um, but yes oh also it's cold here it's a finally cold here in Texas it's like like in the 30s, I think, today. So I'm wearing like a sweater. I bought a new sweater yesterday, a purple sweater, and I'm wearing it. I'm just so excited because it feels like winter. Except for Christmas next week, it's going to be like in the 70s and 80s. So I'm really bummed. Oh, <laughs> well, at least like it's cold right now, though, because I feel like you just need like a little sprinkle just of cold just to get you into the Christmas season before this week. So yes, and then this week, it's just going to be hot again, 60s, 70s. And like, I think on Christmas, it was going to hit the 80s. So oh my gosh, I know. Ugh. 
I keep really hoping for snow. I don't know if we're gonna get any. I don't think we are, but I'm just like really hoping. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna wish it for you. Like if one of us needs snow and you have the better chances of getting it, so <laughs> I just want one white Christmas. Like just one. Oh. All right. Well, that was my week. What about you? How was your week? So my week was pretty good. A little bit uneventful too, as far as just like overall things. I'm trying to think. So we finished our Christmas shopping too. So that was a good feeling. We went out um, yesterday actually and just got a couple of the final things that we needed. So we're all set there. Um, Interestingly enough, on Thursday, (laughs) I went to work as you know, I I think I've mentioned it on the podcast for the other people, but I do work from home right now because of the COVID situation. And (laughs) bestie, I went to turn on my laptop and my computer and just like all of a sudden, all the power in the office went out. (laughs) (gasps) No. Yes. And something was like crackling inside the wall, which was like, I, I don't know a lot about electrical work so like for me I'm like oh my gosh and so of course my poor husband's getting ready and I'm I'm like babe (laughs) I need some help and so he came in he kind of assessed the situation he was like everything's okay for now um but then we today he like he actually changed out all this electrical stuff I don't know how or where he learned how to do this he said he just over time has learned how to do this but yeah now everything's back and working but I was so thankful that he knew how to do it because yeah electrical work I feel like is like the one thing that I just you know me I'll take on any do-it-yourself project Mm -hmm. but I just don't have a lot of experience with that so I'm always hesitant it's scary because you think like fires and stuff so it was in your walls stuff in your walls yeah I guess what something that happened like something happened with um he explained it and he could probably explain this much better than I could but I guess like all the outlets are somehow connected to each other like Mm -hmm. from a power perspective and one of them basically just like went bad and so like when that happened and like all the other ones on the whole wall went they wouldn't work either so wow can he come and fit we have one in our in our back den that doesn't work and we don't know why it's just the one everything else in that room works and just that one doesn't work we're like uh what's going on yes i can ask him he can probably facetime with keith and like walk him through it I'll, I'll let you know. We'll see. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so that was our little do-it-yourself project today. And so everything's working, thankfully. And then also today I went up to Boston and met my little sister, Katie. We went to this little coffee shop and it was so cute. It had all kinds of books just all over the place. And I posted um, some pictures and a video on our social media accounts on Instagram, but we were starting just to kind of plan the details of our other sister's baby shower. So it was it was really nice just to spend that time and get excited and just kind of plan that out and see her too. So. Oh, sounds like so much fun. And you did post the little coffee shop on our Instagram. So go check it out. It looks adorable. I mean, I wish I was there with you. I wish you were there too. I was, I walked in and I saw all the books. I was like, oh my goodness, this is even better than just like a normal coffee shop. It's all the best things in one place. So yeah. I love that. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Nothing else too crazy or exciting, but just kind of gearing up for Christmas. And I can't wait for this week ahead. Yes, I have a lot to do. I have a lot of cleaning to do because, you know, I'm sure my mother will have something to say about it because she's just, you know, a typical mother. <laughs> I think all mothers are like that. I have they- a lot. Yes. 
I have a lot of cleaning to do too. Just, I, I think it, but I'm, I'm kind of like, do I clean now or do I wait until it gets a little closer? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But it's like, I don't know when my mom's going to bring all her stuff over because she wants to use like, she has like all her Christmas plates, but you know, they've been in storage. So they've got to come through my dishwasher. So, and I think she has to take care of my nephews one day this week. So I'm like, she's probably going to be here like Tuesday or Wednesday you know, bringing all the tables and all the stuff to set up. So I'm like, okay, I've got to get cleaning. And I told Keith, I was cleaning the kitchen a little bit this morning. I had him helping me. And I was like, all right, we have to be so super careful this week. Like we cannot get everything dirty. And he's like, dollar menu. I'm like, no, like we can, we can still cook in here and everything. So you just have to clean up after yourself. Like just clean as you go. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh man. Well, are you ready to get into our bestie did you hears? I am so ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> now it's time for bestie did you hear? go ahead and start us off bestie did you hear the third episode of and just like that was released on thursday i need to know all of your thoughts bestie oh my goodness so so many i don't even know where to begin um i know whenever you and i were doing our instagram live on thursday i had already seen it and i think you were planning to watch it that night and i didn't want to spoil anything for you so i've been like waiting to hear your thoughts too but oh my goodness so i think the first thing from my perspective or the first thing that kind of like really impacted me in that episode was just seeing Carrie sort of just go through this turmoil of trying to understand like what secret Big might have had because he left a million dollars essentially to Natasha. So poor Carrie already dealing with this grief and then all of a sudden now trying to understand like why did he leave her this money and I was just feeling for her so much because that's just so much to try to go through all at the same time. Yeah, I was shocked but not shocked because I'm like, ugh, that was such a big thing to do. Like, it just, I think it solidified for me that he was just bad, 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 bad. (laughs) Um, I, I, I didn't, I mean, I think I texted you. I was like, what the, Natasha, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I think that's exactly what you said, actually. <laughs> I was like, I did, you're like, just wait. You're like, just wait. And I was like, wait, what does that mean? Does that mean something worse is coming? Um, you know, I, I, you know, they get down to it in the episode where Carrie, she, she eventually gets to meet with Natasha, who wasn't, didn't really want to meet with her for obvious reasons. Um, but Carrie is just like, you know, he was a finance guy. He didn't really know how to express himself like with words. I think this was just his way of saying he was sorry. And I'm just like, yeah, I get that. But that was just like a really douchey thing to do in my opinion. Like, you know, I'm sorry I cheated on you and you know, we got divorced and everything, but here's a million dollars to make up for it. Like, I don't know. I think it kind of like definitely like centered 
I guess, me a little bit because like I know you and I have talked about this so many times and <laughs> I know you have like very strong opinions on Big and I think being so far removed or having like so many seasons and episodes where things were finally starting to kind of get better with their relationship, I had kind of forgotten about all the turmoil that poor Carrie had been through and this just kind of, it really reminded me of just how you're right, you've always used the word toxic, but it really was a toxic <laughs> relationship. And it made me so sad that like he didn't think of like, how would this impact Carrie? Yes. If that's something what were I would... to happen to me. Yeah. And he didn't like explain it to her or talk to her about it. Like, I just, I don't understand what he was thinking. I mean, did he actually think like he would never have to explain to her? Like, did he think he was going to outlive Carrie? I mean, he's, he's older than her. He's obviously like in bad health did he just think i have more time that i can explain it to her like what why wouldn't he tell her about it i don't and he didn't even tell a secretary about it like i just i don't know i, I don't know and even natasha like poor natasha was so confused like why why did he do this like yeah what? like why bring me back into this like i've moved on like you guys both treated me horribly and not like how i deserved and it's like now you're gonna bring me back and leave me a, like i would have just felt like and i'm sure i'm pretty sure she did but I would have just been like offended. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you think you can just like pay me off and just that's supposed to make it okay? Like, no, I don't know. Nothing about the situation was good. I think they had to do something to kind of like give us this. I don't know what the word is, but like sort of momentum to like be rooting for Carrie to find a new chapter. And this, at least for me, was like, okay, yes, like like a new chapter for yeah. Carrie needs to start. Like it just, yeah, I don't know. It was a lot. Well, speaking of new chapters, I feel like Miranda's going to get one. I think Miranda's going to get a new chapter too. And I'm excited for it. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like maybe it's just me, but like, I've always thought she's been kind of, I don't want to say unhappy, but I don't think she's ever been like fully satisfied and mm -hmm. she's always been searching for something. And I think potentially like she's maybe going to come into her own self even more than we've ever seen her come into her own self. And I believe maybe Che might have something to do with it. Oh, definitely. She, <laughs> Miranda is leaving Steve and she is going to pursue a relationship with Che. I have no doubts about it that is gonna happen if I'm wrong I'm wrong but I don't think I am you know Miranda has been somebody that for like the longest time fans have always they wish she had been like that representation of like uh of the LGBTQ community like back in the day when the series you know first started they're like she you know we wish she would have been like a lesbian like you know really? and we could have seen that yes I didn't People, even know that fans have always thing. said that like you know that they should have gone that way with her um the actress, do you know the actress's name that plays Miranda in real life? Oh, goodness. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I, I don't want to, like, miss, like, label anybody, but I believe she is part of the LGBTQ community herself. Really? And I also, too, I hope I'm using the correct pronouns. I probably should have looked this up before I started speaking about it, but I'm pretty sure. Um, and then, I so, you know, it's something I wish that maybe they would have explored back then. Of course, this was, like, the early 2000s late or late 90s early 2000s so I guess they didn't think that they could um but I don't know how I feel about it now like we've come so far I mean I know people are always finding out more about themselves maybe that's it too you're right it's this new thing 
maybe it's something that she's always like had or felt and now she feels like she can express it or be like come into her own like you said I, I'm just I'm interested to see where they're gonna take this what they're gonna do with that but I definitely think her and Steve like she said they're more like roommates the only thing they really have keeping them together is Brady and uh, what's going on with Brady like what the heck who who what do you think about them letting the girlfriend like practically live with them oh my goodness I don't know I mean I feel like it's got to be so hard, like, first of all, like, raise, raising a son at that age. Like, I, I have no experience, so I cannot speak to that at all. But I don't know. Personally, like, I don't think I would feel comfortable, like, knowing that was happening in my own house. Like, I mean, I, wrong? I, get what, yeah, no, I get what they're saying is, like, you know, they'd rather, you know, like, kind of know what he's up to and make sure that he's being safe. Yeah. And, uh, like, and... I don't know. I just think to have the the girl practically like be living with you, and they're only supposed to be like seventeen, right? No, yes, exactly. Like, where are her where are her parents? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Like, it, okay, if that was me, honestly, like taking a step back, and again, I don't have experience with this, so I can't really speak to it. But like, I really think I would have tried to get to know her and understand like more about her what's going on here ask more questions i would have a million questions and i think i wouldn't feel so comfortable with just like leaning into that without like getting some clarification yeah i agree hold on okay i'm looking it up cynthia nixon okay cynthia nixon is who portrays miranda and it, i do see they're using the pronoun her i'm trying to see though if it tells me because I, I don't want to like i said uh, she's been an advocate for LGBT, LGBT, LGBT rights, excuse me, um, particularly the right of same-sex marriage. Yes, yeah, so she, yeah, she met her wife at a 2002 gay rights rally. Interesting. Yeah. That's awesome. So, like I said, I'm pretty sure, you know, people have, like, wanted this for her for a really long time. And, um, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. I'm excited to see where this goes. I really, I want her to find happiness. I think she works hard. I think she's been trying to find something for so long in the show and what we've seen of her character so far. So like, if we see her step into like this new chapter, I love that Kay was just basically saying like, you know, try things until you find what's gonna make you happy. And I am so excited to see like, what is it that's gonna bring her happiness? I agree. Um, speaking of like happiness and new things, I still think Carrie's gonna have something with that producer guy. I feel <laughs> it. He got he got a little he got a little word in this episode. <laughs> he did, and I honestly I was like, oh, maybe Sarah's right. It might be coming. <laughs> He's gonna be something, maybe. I mean, we need to we need to start having some kind of like dating and like relationships and sex in this show. I mean, we haven't had any of that. And that's what the show was. I mean, it was us watching their dating lives and their sex lives. And we haven't had much of that except for Brady and his girlfriend. And I'm like, uh, I don't care about those two teenagers. Like, I want to know what's going on with these women. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I think but like we both said, like, I think at least for me, like, I really thought the show was going to go into like completely different trajectory of like now we're gonna see like this phase of their life and now none of those things of their life are actually happening so and now we have a widow we have one that we feel like is gonna get divorced <laughs> and yeah I don't know there are so many things happening I just I hope that everybody finds their happiness and I am still curious to see what happens I will keep watching are you gonna keep watching of course I'm gonna keep watching I have to <laughs> yes <laughs> yes Oh, oh anyways. Okay, <laughs> moving on. 
Bestie, did you hear? There is a couple in Wisconsin who had probably one of the luckiest road trips in history. A woman won Green Bay Packer tickets as part of the lottery's Packers bonus drawing um, back in March. She was one of 95 winners. She and her husband attended the game on November 28th, and on their drive back home across the state, the husband purchased a naughty or nice crossword scratch-off ticket that turned out to be worth $30,000. Can you believe that? (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And this is like the perfect time of year though for something that's like unexpected to happen. Everybody needs something good, especially with everything else that's happening in our world. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's crazy. Like, (laughs) I just, I was like, what? Why don't I have that kind of luck? I was trying to look up, you know, what are the odds of winning the lottery? And of course it varies for each state and it varies on, you know, which one you're playing. If you're doing like a scratch off or like Powerball, Um, but Needless to say, it's it's rare. The chances of you winning are very, very slim. But to win a type of lottery twice within the same year, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. Good for them. I know, right? I mean, oh that's awesome. So happy for them. They need to send us all their like positive energy and positive vibes. Send it this way. They've I got know. a lot of it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Have you ever played the lottery? Yes. Really? Yes. Haven't you? I know. I never played like the legitimate lottery. Like my grandma used to love those scratch off tickets. So I did occasionally do those when she would like get them for me for like a Christmas gift or something. But like uh-huh. I never just like got, I don't even know how to play the lottery. Like gone and like picked out your numbers and no. stuff like that. <gasps> you should. You should do it like once. You probably hit, you'll probably hit the jackpot. Like you'll do it one time and, and just like win. <laughs> No, no, but oh my gosh. Well, that's awesome for them. I, especially, like I said, this time of year, like just to have that extra, you know, luck or whatever it is, like good for them. Everybody needs a little extra this time of year. Yeah. I just thought that'd be like fun to share, kind of just like uplifting, especially because my next bestie did you hear um, is a little controversial and more of like a serious note, but I thought it was just something really important that um, should be discussed. And I'm just really um, eager to hear what your thoughts are on this. So, Bestie, did you hear in Iowa, Senate President Jake Chapman and other Republican leaders are pursuing legislation that would make it a felony offense for school officials, teachers, and librarians to provide quote unquote obscene reading materials to students? Chapman had attended a Johnson School District meeting where the com- where the committee was reviewing two award-winning books that deal with race. Um, the Hate You Give, the books are The Hate You Give and The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian. So, <laughs> basically their their definition of obscene reading materials is these books you know they deal with race they deal with racial profiling they have some violent content i believe there is some profanity used um in the books um but it 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 makes me it makes me very mad because I, i haven't read either of these books but i did some research on them and these are the type of books that i truly believe that young people 
in our country today or just around the world need to need to be reading. Um, I'll give you a little background about the two books that, th- that were mentioned, because these, these are not the only books, but these were the two that were mentioned in the article I was reading. So The Hate You Give is about a 16-year-old Black girl who lives in a poor neighborhood but attends an elite private school in a predominantly white neighborhood where everyone is, you know, pretty wealthy and well-off. Um, she witnesses the shooting death of her childhood friend by a white police officer. It becomes national news. She speaks up about it, and the book follows the events that happened to her and affect her and her friends and her family um, because of the shooting. Uh, the book was written by Angie Thomas. Um, she It's obviously Black Lives Matter inspired. And in 2017, the book was actually banned in Katy, Texas for quote-unquote inappropriate language, violent content, and a bunch of other, in my opinion, stupid reasons. Um, Like I said, the book does shed light on racial profiling and poverty, and those were basically their main reasons of why kids shouldn't be reading that book um, in school. This book was actually made into a movie. I have seen the movie, and if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It was really good, really powerful. I cried. It was just, it's one of those movies that I think everyone needs to see especially the youth uh in america today they need to see this movie um and i you know i really want to go back and and read this book now the other book was the absolutely true diary of a part-time indian this was also deemed inappropriate for its depiction of alcohol violence sexuality and profanity it tells the story of a native american teenager who decides to attend a nearly all-white public high school Um, that is away from the reservation that he lives on. This book follows Junior on his attempts to fit into his new all-white school, but also um, hold on to his Indian heritage. What are your thoughts on this, Bestie? Oh, goodness. So first of all, I'm kind of shocked that this is even happening. I feel like we've, you know, to have this sort of censorship and these types of topics that are like coming to light in our modern day age it just seems like we're taking some steps backwards and it's really disappointing just based on what you just shared with me because again I have not read these books I don't have any context as far as anything other than what you just shared but I feel like to I don't know censorship these types of books it's just really disappointing especially because I feel like the things that you just talked about, it, at least from my perspective, it kind of seems like they are all revolutionary novels, which kind of are exposing like a large glaring need for discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that those types of discussions are now more relevant than ever with our country kind of dealing with some of the things that we're doing or dealing with and, and really needing some more change to happen. So I'm, I don't know. I, is this actually a law that's in effect or is it trying to go through Congress now? No, yeah, they're trying to push for this for it to make it a federal offense. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not really sure where that's at, you know, right now. But um, as far as I know, it's not a federal offense now or yet. Um, I think the thing that gets me is, you know, the stuff that they're saying is like inappropriate for these young people, young people kids well teenagers I'm sure these are like high school level books uh, when they're exposed to this kind of stuff and much more every day like I think they're very naive to think that these students haven't heard a curse word or haven't talked about sex 
or haven't experienced or witnessed some kind of like racial profiling like I think that's kind of naive on their part um this is like stuff that's happening now and this is stuff that they need to be learning about and like especially like in this town of Katy Texas which I'm pretty sure it's a small town I think those are the the ones that are most important that they need to see how other kids their age who are of different races different cultures how you know what their life is like in this day and age because it's still happening you know it's it happens today like this racism isn't something of the past it is very much here in the present in the real time and you know they're our future they're the ones that are going to hopefully you know change all this and i mean it just makes me so sad to think that there's people out there trying to prevent the education of of these students and i mean school's the place to learn school is the place that we're, they should be learning this i i mean maybe it's their thing is like you know they can read that on their own time or outside time and the public school system isn't the place for it but i just i think that's entirely wrong i do too and honestly like like you said our country like we're still dealing with racism with segregation with discrimination and i think pushing books like this underneath the surface or banning books like this it's really sad because i think then it's just kind of like enabling those important topics to stay hidden underneath the radar and underneath the surface and i think we have to trust students especially at the high school level or you know as they're coming into adulthood to be able to read these types of novels understand the intricacies we need to have those conversations and they need to understand like how the historical importance of racism is still prevalent today and the effect that it has on society and I think unless we have those conversations like nothing is ever going to be able to continue to change so I don't know that's very very sad and also just I don't know that's surprising to me that this has even gotten this far I mean, it's not surprising to me from the people who are pushing for this. Yeah, I feel no, like. that's fair. That is fair. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's saddening. It's like I said, it's just I, I hate this. And it's I mean, I hope it doesn't pass. Like, I hope, you know, I know there's people who are active about this and who are, you know, uh, definitely pushing for these books to be out there and in schools and like that. So that gives me, you know, like a lot of hope. There are defenders of these books that understand the importance of them and the importance of them being in schools and you know I also just think about to some of the stuff that we were required to read and some of the books you know we were kind of talking about this the other day in our live about required reading and the books that we uh, had to read ones we didn't really want to read and things like that but that kind of reminded me of like you know it it wasn't too long ago that you know we were reading you know To Kill Kill a Mockingbird, Lord of the Flies Uh, like those, I mean, Lord of the Flies, it's literally about young boys on an island and like they end up killing one of them, you know, like they're barbaric towards each other. And I'm like, how is, why does that not inappropriate content? Like you're, you're picking and choosing. And to me, it seems like you're picking the ones that represent people of color. That's my opinion. And that's just my opinion. I want to put that out there. That is just my opinion. I completely agree, but also like, in the scenarios that you just painted with those books that they're trying to ban, or from what you just shared, it seems like those topics of discussion, like the, um, I think you mentioned like one being, was it a, a boy from like basically like a, was he from like a reservation, Native American reservation? He, yeah, so he, you. yes, he's Native American. He lives on a reservation and he ends up going to an all white public high school. 
but I think those are things that probably like there's not a lot of books on that subject matter and you and I talk about so often on this podcast and platform that it's so nice to be able to have reading material or any type of media that you can personally relate to and that's that's something that's happening it's not something that is just you know made up or fiction or anything like that like that's like a scenario that somebody might read and be able to relate to and be able to feel not so alone in those moments so how in the world could that be something that we would want to censor I just that doesn't make any sense to me again to me it feels like you know they're picking and choosing who which students and of which ethnicity are like the most important because you're right this like this book the hate you give like I can't imagine that that's probably could be so impactful to a young black teenager a young girl who's maybe 16 years old maybe she's gone through something the same you know like I don't know it's 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 hard to think about this it definitely deserves more time and more discussion and I know we don't have the full time to really get into it but um well but yeah I just thought it was important to 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 bring up I think so too and I don't know now I'm like curious if there's any like petitions against it or like if there's anything we can like advocate to try to you know make some sort of a change or help the momentum of people who are advocating against it. So maybe you and I can like do some research. We'll come back with an update, but I think this is important and I'm really glad you shared that, Bestie. Yes, I think for sure there's people out there. Definitely. I know like some libraries, they have like special sections like banned books and they promote, you know, all the books that are considered inappropriate. And I love that. I think that's amazing. Um, And yeah, like I said, it's just, these are the type of books that, the youth of America needs to be reading today. I, I just, I really believe that with my whole heart. It's, I think sometimes it's scary to face the truth. It's scary to, because you think maybe that it's like, I don't know if it's going to bring some kind of guilt or something, but this is just, this is just life. These, both of these books deal with stuff that it's going on and affecting young people today. And it's ugly, but it's real. It's the truth. It's what's happening. Um, yeah. And even like, I don't know, like I mentioned earlier, like I feel like if you censor these types of books, you're just trying to push these topics below the surface and that's not going to work. Like we are in a society and in a time where these topics are relevant and applicable and being experienced and we have to have these discussions and yeah. I mean, can you imagine like the diary of Anne Frank being like censored? I wonder if that one was ever censored because I feel like that's one of the ones that's like always taught in schools and like most talked about and you know the absolute true diary of a part-time Indian although it is a novel it's told like in a diary form and I'm sure it's got a lot of like based off a lot of real life experiences so it's like you know we all know what happened to Anne Frank we all know the ugly truth of what happened why is that book okay and these aren't yeah, it doesn't make any I mean, to me, like like you said, like, I want to say, like, it doesn't make sense, but also at the same time, like... What's the difference between those books? Think exactly. about it. And I think yeah. we know what it is, and I've already said it. I don't, I don't want to, like, harp on it anymore, because I do want to go on to your best did you hears, but there's one big difference that I notice, and it's a shame that that's what it is, but... Yeah. I completely agree. Goodness. Well, now you've at least, like, I feel like brought this out to... I don't know, to this platform. And I feel like I'm now motivated to try to find some more interesting, like opportunities to try to make a difference. So like, 
I think we need to follow up on this. I don't think this should be the last discussion on it, but I think that it was really awesome that you brought this this week. And now I think we just need to like figure out what we can do to continue this discussion. I agree. Well, thank you for letting me bring that to your attention. And I appreciate yeah. your in I appreciate your insights on it. And again, like I said, this is definitely something that needs further discussion and and more time to do it because yes. it's not something that you can just kind of breeze over. There's so much more to unpack here as well. A million percent. And I think just like it, you know, at first it's kind of shocking, like I think, to hear that this is even happening. But I think like you said, like there's it an initial reaction is one thing but like actually like unpacking this as a whole like there's so many layers to this and I think that we have to get these discussions going so so thankful that you shared this this week Sarah okay well <laughs> do we want to move on I know like I said I know that's kind of like a hard one to move on because you don't want to just like let it go but I do want to hear what you have for us because I'm sure it's something really fun and exciting and uplifting Okay, so mine is nowhere near as important as that. And I feel like now my mind is just like, I have like a million opinions and thoughts that are like popping into my head. And I'm like, oh my gosh, wait. (laughs) But yes, maybe we'll have like a whole different discussion on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mine are nowhere near as, I don't want to say important, but just like mine are just definitely not on the same caliber, but I will share what I do have. So, Um, so first the first bestie did you hear um fun fact that i have this week is actually did you know (laughs) this is kind of like a fun fact that couples my love of technology and stem with everything we talk about as far as like modern day entertainment and reading and those types of things so bear with me but did you know your brain as a computer could hold 2.5 million gigabytes of information, which is basically the equivalent of 300 years of TV shows. <laughs> I did not know that, but I can totally see how that's true because I can like recall like every Friends episode and every episode of the OC. <laughs> so, <laughs> my mind is definitely filled up with the TV shows. I know your point is probably that it can just hold that amount of information, but mine is definitely full of TV shows. <laughs> I just love that, the, the, like, that is the storage capacity of our brain. That's can have, crazy. Sometimes I'm like, I just don't have capacity to remember that. And I think there are certain things that I just, like, I can't remember. And I'm like, that's not going to be included in 300 years. <laughs> See, I feel like, yeah, I should have certain stuff in there, but mine's all clogged up with the TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, goodness. Well, second fun fact. So, Bestie, did you hear... And this one was extremely exciting to me because I know you and I talk about self-care all the time and everything like that, but reading, according to weareteachers.com, actually reduces stress by 68%. So essentially, reading is kind of the ultimate form of self-care. That's 68%. That's a lot. I know. I I I totally understand it, though. Like, I get it. Because you just get, like, this, like, warm feeling when you're, like, reading and it's just, like... Yeah. I thought that was fascinating. That is fascinating. (laughs) And lastly, so Bestie, did you hear? um, So there's actually, according to happy-headlines.com, the success of the four-day working week around the world is really starting to spark a lot of discussion. So more and more 
organizations and companies are really starting to dig in and study and try to understand what would it mean if we went to a four-day work week versus a five-day work week. Um, So as we all know, traditionally employees work five days a week alongside the typical nine to five routine, usually clocking around that 40 hours a week on average. But many companies around the globe are now testing out a four-day working week to see if employees' productivity and happiness actually improves with no reduction in salary. Um, So basically, the introduction of a four-day working week consists of, as you know, a shorter working week, allowing a three-day weekend, and many are arguing that this is actually going to potentially boost productivity and help prevent work-related burnout. Um, So I just thought this was fascinating. Um, And there's four countries that this article basically uh, did their research in. Um, So the first one was Iceland. And Iceland, between 2015 and 2019, cut down the amount of work hours from 40 hours to 35 per week. Um, From this particular country, it didn't really show that productivity necessarily increased, but it did stay the same. Um, So it was showing that essentially reducing the number of working hours per week was just as effective as the longer hours. Um, Then we have Japan. And Japan was fascinating because when they introduced a four-day work week, it actually boosted productivity in the workplace by 40% and power cost fell by 23%. So there may actually also be environmental benefits too. And then last two, we've got New Zealand in 2018. Um, They did this trial four-day work week as well. Um, And it was really encouraging. It showed that there was reduced stress among employees, a higher sense of well-being, um, better employee engagement. And so they're, they're continuing this on a voluntary basis. And then lastly, we've got Spain. Um, and this was in 2021. So they were going to conduct this trial, the four-day working week in the country. Um, it, the study basically is going to be taking place over the course of three years. It's going to involve 200 to 400 voluntary companies companies. And so basically the results are not yet discovered here, but they're already starting to see that, or at least believe that this is going to improve workers' mental health and help people feel less burned out. Um, So I don't know. I think this is fascinating because I don't know, as somebody who, you know, definitely I think does a lot of overtime and works from home right now and is kind of seeing the blend of like you know, there's not a lot of balance between work and home life type of thing and being able to shut it off and everything like that. The four day work week just fascinates me. So I'm really curious what you think. And that was a lot of information. <laughs> I said that was a lot. I mean, yeah, it's interesting to know how that would work, you know, with all the different kinds of jobs or like how would that work with schools? Is that, does that mean a four day school week? Um, I, I've heard about this before, the idea of the four day work week. And one of the things that I had seen was, you know, you'd have your four days and then that fifth day would actually be like overtime. So you would be getting paid more for that fifth day. So it'd still be a five day work week, but you'd ultimately be making more money. Um, I mean, everybody loves a three day weekend. I know like when I get them, I'm so excited for them. And I really do feel like more rested because you get like two true days off because usually it's like you get Saturday but then Sunday it's like okay you're preparing for Monday and you don't really get that full like day of rest so a three day I mean you're, you're getting two days and then the other day to get ready so 
I don't know, I'm for it. I feel like we should find a way to to make that happen. But again, too, like that would be interesting. How how do you do that with schools, with the school system? Is that like four days and like maybe stretch them out a little bit longer? I don't know. It is interesting. And there's so many things too. Like I've seen where companies have tried like, you know, no meeting Fridays as like a potential solution. So like, you know, you go into work on Friday and there's absolutely no meetings that day. So you can just get your work done for teachers and things like that, that you just mentioned. That's a whole like completely interesting topic to me because I also wonder like, would students benefit from a four day week or work week? Um, in sort of school week or you know are there students who really benefit from having the five days in a week like I don't know Mm -hmm. but it would be hard if we didn't have the balance between parents working four days and students going to school four days because that would be really challenging um but then also like a lot of places are closed Fridays or sorry like closed weekends sorry rather yes so like having a Friday where like you can run errands like go to the doctor go to like appointments but then I guess those businesses would also be closed. I was going to say, so. but then that wouldn't they be closed? I was yes. going to ask too. So how does that work for like doctor's office, oh, dentist office? Yeah. I know most dentist's office on Fridays, they close at noon. I don't know if that's a universal thing, but I know like here, most dentists close at noon on Friday. Um, but yeah, how does that work? Is that one of those industries, healthcare industry? It's like, nope, you got to be available 24 seven. Like, I, I don't know. That's it, it. It would take a lot, a lot of sitting down and, thinking about but a lot of coordination there's a a lot of yeah (laughs) exactly a lot of coordination um I had a thought now it was in my head I can't think of it now what oh you know what I'm down for maybe before we you know decide on this whole four-day work week I'm down for like mandatory nap times in the day for working adults like I feel like everybody should have, and I, I want to say, I need to look this up. I want to say some country already does this where they have like lounges, like with couches and you get to go have like an hour nap through and during your work day. And I'm like, yeah. I would love that. <laughs> so I think companies like Google and everything are already sort of implementing this. Uh-huh. I cannot nap to save my life. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That makes me so sad for you. I'm so jealous of anybody who can like just take a power nap. Like ugh, I have tried everything, Sarah. I cannot take a power nap. Oh, we're going to work on that. And we're going to like look up like different ways to get you like start. You need to start listening to ASMR. You need to like have like your candles go in like, oh my goodness. Oh goodness. But yeah, so I don't know. There's so many interesting perspectives and it's kind of another one of those discussions where like not as impactful or significant as what you mentioned earlier, but like one of those topics that I think we could just like literally talk about it in its own right for forever because there's so many different facets of it. Yeah. Wow. It's interesting. It's yeah, it's, it's crazy to think how that could all work, but I'm interested to see what they do with that. And who knows, maybe we'll have a four day work week pretty soon. Yeah, I don't know, but I will keep you posted on this. And also there are no popcorn updates this week, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to share anything that comes through everyone. So don't worry. We need to know what's going on. What is the holdup? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, that was so much fun. Um, Bestie, do we want to kind of do our segment into what's coming next? Okay. So this is obviously this week is the week of Christmas. Christmas Eve is on Friday. We won't be doing a live this week. We figured, I mean, I know you and I are both pretty busy. I'm sure everybody else is kind of busy getting ready 
um, for the holidays. Um, so our next episode will be next Monday and we will be finishing up the other Bennett sister. So I believe it's chapters 46 or 95. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. So we'll be talking about that, finishing that up. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, anything else you need to add? No, I think you covered it. I mean, that's everything coming up this week. We really are just so excited that everybody who's been listening, like, again, like, just that you're here. Thank you so much. We really, we were talking earlier today, like, we are just so excited for this week ahead with the holidays. We really hope that wherever you are, whatever you celebrate this time of year, that you just have the best week ahead. And we're so incredibly grateful for this platform and to be able to discuss the things that we talked about today and just sort of bring different things to light and this has been awesome it has been share with your friends your besties your relatives your mom we we want everybody to feel welcome to listen your dad brothers anybody anybody is welcome here um go follow us on instagram tiktok we have a facebook group and yeah just have a great rest of your week yes bye besties bye Happy besties holidays. <laughs>